0: Welcome to The Little Y, a series from Montana Public Radio, where we find
1: out what we can discover together. I'm your host, Austin Amastoy. You've probably noticed we're doing something a little different for this episode. After a year of taking questions from our adult listeners across Montana and beyond, the Big Y team thought it would be fun to see what kids are curious about. I've never done this before. Neither have, well, I've been on the radio, but I haven't been in a third-grade classroom in a long time. Our journey on this first episode of The Little Why starts in Miss Barrick Wallen's third-grade classroom at Daly Elementary School in Hamilton. MTPR Community Engagement Specialist Katie Wade and I visited the class for the first time in mid-October. The room was plastered with colorful artwork, drawings, and words of encouragement. Coats and backpacks hung from hooks on the back wall, and lurking in the corner. you You guys have a pet jumping spider? Yeah. Katie and I introduced ourselves, answered some questions about how radio works, and explained what the students would do on our first visit.
0: What we're here to do today is to kind of see if you guys have any fun questions that we could ask, and then maybe hopefully decide on just one question. Our favorite question, and then we're going to come back in a couple weeks, and we're going to teach you all the answer. Does that sound like fun? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Miss Barrick Wallen split the students into groups. They shoved their chairs aside, and they were off. No surprise, the students were full of questions. Here's Zane Jessup. Um, how how did Montana get the mountains? So why why do you why do you, does that question make you curious? Because what's good about the mountains is that they're pretending they by tornadoes, but I don't know how they got there. Claire Bryan had a question that I'm very eager for us to dive into someday.
0: Why is Helena the capital of Montana?
1: But after everyone got back to their seats and voted for their favorite question, there was a clear winner, a question about a favorite fascination of kids as old as time. In case you missed it, the students wanted to know, what was the first dinosaur found in Montana? Lucky for Katie and me, Montana is chock full of fossil experts, including one who lives not too far from Daly Elementary. We brought her along on our return trip to Hamilton a few weeks after our first visit.
0: Hi everybody, my name is Callie, and I manage the paleontology collection at the University of Montana. So I'm like a fossil librarian.
1: Callie Moore is also host of the popular PBS YouTube show Eons and recently published a children's book titled Tales of the Prehistoric World, Adventures from the Land of Dinosaurs. Kind of a perfect match to bring back to the classroom.
0: So everything that your book librarian does here in your school, I basically do that for fossils at the university. So I keep them conserved, I keep them safe, I keep them available for researchers, I send them all over the world so people can study them.
1: So it's a pretty fun job. As a fossil librarian, Moore has to command knowledge of all types of prehistoric creatures, not just dinos. But as we discussed in an interview after our visit to the classroom, kids and adults alike have an insatiable curiosity for those terrible lizards.
0: I work with the public so much, if I let my dinosaur info lax, like, they're going to ask me questions about stuff I've never even heard of before. So I kind of have to stay up on it.
1: Mm. Or when you have to, like, face a tribunal of third grade kids. Exactly. Moore definitely came prepared to answer the student's main question and a slew of others. First off, it's important to note that the scientists who first named a dinosaur they found in Montana weren't the first people to find dinosaurs here that honor belonged to the indigenous people who first called the mountains and plains home. Indigenous fossil discoveries may have inspired tales like the Thunderbird or water monster in Sioux creation stories. European settlers brought new scientific study methods to the Americas, including a fascination with the bones of huge creatures buried beneath us. And Montana was no slouch when it came to improving our understanding of those ancient animals
0: montana's first dinosaur is also north america's first named dinosaur which is super cool and they were found here in montana in 1854. so there was a naturalist named ferdinand hayden that went out and explored this part of the country looking
1: for bones and fossils hayden spent much of his life surveying the western u.s for its geology and fossils Moore says eastern Montana's rolling plains were a perfect place to search for bones. It's easier to find fossils in exposed environments like deserts or badlands. And Hayden found them, literally a handful of them, near Judith Landing in the Missouri River breaks. They were teeth that belonged to a duck-billed dinosaur. Who knows what a duck-billed dinosaur looks like?
0: Can any of you name a duck-billed dinosaur? Tronodon? Hmm, yeah. How about another one? Triceratops? Nope, that's not a um, duck dinosaur. Yeah. A dodo? A dodo? Nope. That's not. That one's modern. So duck dinosaurs are like Hadrosaur or Parasaurolophus.
1: Or, in the case of Ferdinand Hayden's fossil find, something else entirely. Hayden sent his handful of teeth to his colleague, Joseph Letty, who identified them as belonging to a duck-billed dinosaur he dubbed Trachodon, meaning rough tooth.
0: Now, let me show you. I brought some things with me to help you visualize some of these fossils. So those teeth that Hayden found looked a lot like these.
1: Moore walked around with the replica tooth. It's brown and slightly curved, about the size of a potato chip the students took turns feeling it for themselves. Oh my god, it feels so smooth. Yeah, so this is a
0: tooth. So this is what the dinosaur used to chew up the food.
1: Moore told me later that Hayden's find, Montana and North America's first named dinosaur, is actually still debated to this day. And what's fun about the teeth, so
0: this dinosaur was discovered on isolated teeth. And when we look back at those isolated teeth, about half of them do belong to a, a hadrosaur, a, a duck-billed dinosaur, but the other half actually belong to a triceratops. And so we of you, the ones
1: that were discovered. Yeah, then? of the oh, ones. So,
0: so the type specimen of Trachodon. These isolated teeth are actually two separate dinosaurs completely already,
1: which is kind of fun. So, I mean, we didn't know. We didn't know. Moore says that's just the name of the game when it comes to scientific discovery. What we think we know often changes as we gather more evidence. Montana helped prove that point in a big way with another major dino discovery in the 1970s.
0: Other records, fossil records from our state that are first for us are the first baby dinosaur bones ever found in the entire world were found right here in Montana.
1: The site just south of the town of Shodo was discovered by a local businesswoman. She collected a handful of tiny bones and showed them to a paleontologist who visited her rock shop in the nearby town of Bynum. The complex became known as Egg Mountain, after researchers uncovered at least 14 nests that contained the remains of dozens of baby Myasura, which means Good Mother Dinosaur. Moore says the site demonstrated that some dinosaurs cared for their young, which was a brand new idea at the time. It also hinted at how dinosaurs grow.
0: Now how old are you all? Eight and nine. You're eight and nine? Oh, That's real great. Nine. Because my hatched at about two pounds, a little two-pound baby dinosaur would fit in my hand. How awesome would that be? But they reached an adult size of over 4,000 pounds in 8 to 10 years.
1: Moore told me later that for decades, scientists didn't even know for sure that dinosaurs laid eggs at all. Egg Mountain changed that knowledge and much more. Yes, they laid eggs. Dun, 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 dun. confirmed
0: confirmed. Um, but then we were able to look at their growth rates, how fast they could grow because dinosaur bones grow concentrically. So they grow like tree rings. So you can slice them open, look at them underneath the microscope and literally just count the rings and know how
1: old they were. Egg Mountain was a groundbreaking find that's still generating new discoveries today. It also launched Mayasura to fame when state lawmakers honored the dinosaur a few years later.
0: So hopefully somebody's gonna ask you one of these days, what's our state fossil? And what are you gonna say? Myasura. Yes, very
1: good. Montana's landmark fossil finds didn't end with Egg Mountain. In fact, Moore says one of the best preserved dinosaurs ever discovered was found near Malta in 2001. It still had the majority of its skin intact, including foot pads, scales, and even
0: its last meal, what it ate right before it died, was still preserved in the belly. So there were ferns and conifers and magnolias preserved in the belly. What are those? Magnolias are our trees, but they have these big, giant white blooms.
1: Moore told me it took nearly 10 years to dig up the fossilized Brachylophosaurus, dubbed Leonardo out of the ground. Because once they started
0: finding skin, like you get down to where you're basically just prepping a like removing a single sand grain from underneath a microscope. And so it was just a huge undertaking to get this specimen
1: prepped. Moore said scientists believe the so-called mummy dinosaur is about 90% complete. Leonardo is considered one of the most groundbreaking fossil discoveries ever made. And that's really the theme of Montana's paleontology records. From the time Ferdinand Hayden held those Trachodon and Triceratops teeth in his hand, scientists knew Montana was special, that the keys to unlocking the secrets of life on Earth millions of years ago could be buried right beneath them. After a long stretch of Q&A, our time in Miss Barrick Wallen's class came to an end. You guys had great questions. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Can everyone uh, give Miss Callie some applause? That's it for this first episode of The Little Why. Special thanks to Callie Moore, Miss Barrick Wallen and her inquisitive class for their excellent questions. If you have a curious class of your own or you know a teacher who does, drop us a line at BigY.org. We may just pay a visit. Also on our website, you can find my full conversation with Callie Moore, where we both nerd out about dinosaurs. We'll be taking a few weeks to release our next episode as our reporters continue digging into your questions, with some time to enjoy the holidays, too. In the meantime, find us wherever you get your podcasts, and help others find the show by sharing it and leaving us a review. Let's see what we can discover together.